Hey friends, I hope you're all staying as safe and healthy and comfortable as possible, and that you're taking care of the people and plants and animals that are important to you. I took a couple days off from work last week and went away for a short vacation with my family. Y you know, I I'm an open-minded person. If, if someone tells me I should check out a certain book or a musical artist or even a TV show, I'll, I'll do it. But when I'm on vacation, I'm even more open to new things. I, I think it's because I'm just in a better mood overall. And I've got more time to really appreciate something creative. Now, for whatever reason, whenever I am on vacation lately, I, I always end up listening to a lot of music by The Knife. D do you know The Knife? They're, they're a Swedish brother and sister electronica duo. And, and it's not like their music is completely inaccessible and I need like a vacation to uh, take time to appreciate it. A lot of it is very synth poppy. But for whatever reason, I've, I've just come to associate their albums with vacation. And I spent some time listening to The Knife while I was away. I also finished Quentin Tarantino's novelization of his film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'll tell you, the first 40 pages of this book were rough. Knowing what I know about Tarantino and his passion for cinema, I could totally tell he was projecting a ton of like super esoteric knowledge of the history of foreign film onto the Cliff Booth character. Now, that was the stuntman uh, played by Brad Pitt in the film. Now, I, I won't spoil anything for those who haven't read this book, but who have seen the film. But I will tell you, the ending of the book, version of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is completely different than the ending of the film. And there's a bunch of scenes in the movie that are left out of the book, and there are huge chunks of story in the book that aren't in the movie. So in that way, it was kind of cool. And even though the beginning of the novel was at times a slog, it did get better. And, and, and I did end up enjoying it. Now, speaking of novels, I am the author of eight, which are currently available for purchase worldwide right now via Amazon in both paperback and ebook formats. And if you don't use Amazon, you can find most of my books in paperback format at barnesandnoble.com. If you love this podcast and you'd like to help support it and myself monetarily and get yourself or the reader in your life some fine literature, please consider buying one or two of my books. If you've already purchased any or all of my independently published stories, thank you, thank you, thank you. I sincerely appreciate your generous patronage. And with all that out of the way, here's the quirky theme song. People Are the Enemy listeners, this is episode 186 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Good to see you. Good to be with you. Oh, this is a great one. Our guests are the hosts of It's Movie Time, baby. Uh, she's a pro streamer, podcast producer, and co-host of Sister Sledgehammer. You might remember her from episode 57, and, or if you've been a long, long time listener, episode 14, Sarah Sahim is on the show today. And he is the nation's premier thembo and the co-host of It's Movie Time, baby, Connor Stevenson Wright is also on the show. And without any further ado, let's speak to both of these boy fine folks from England right now. Hello, folks. Are you there? Uh, 
Oh my uh, gosh, I'm alive. I'm here. Andy uh, uh, resuscitated me just as I was on my deathbed. <laughs> I thought I'd finally found it out. <laughs> but no, I had podcast obligations to fulfill. <laughs> you're, you're busy. Oh, yeah. Sarah, how many podcasts do you have going right now? For, uh, you're the co-host of Sister Sledgehammer. Is that still going? Yes, that is still going. That is still going. But I've been up and down the country, so it's been hard to record with a nine-year-old, you know? Of course. <laughs> um, uh, I, edit, I edit two on the regular, and then I have some others that I, that I edit, you know, around and about the leftist sphere, if you will. Um, you will find my influence everywhere and anywhere you look. Um, my signature that I leave on, on uh, tracks that I edit is a subliminal message saying subscribe to People of the Enemy, of course. Oh, thank you so um, much. Yeah, and then also we've got the weekly stream with, uh, with uh, Connor. Um, it's movie time, baby. Our hit stream in which we determine ourselves to be tastemakers, not content creators, and screen whatever the hell we feel like it, so long as it doesn't contain female presenting nipples. Right, Connor? Uh, yeah. But yeah but I, I, no, definitely. And I was going to say, in comparison to Sarah, I do not have as prestigious a track record. But, so. but, you, but you do have a prestigious, so. prestigious pedigree in that you are uh, you have a master's degree in film. Is that correct? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Gotta go on. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. But in terms of the internet, you know, like it's just a bit of paper that's in my room, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, was uh, how did you and, and Sarah meet? Uh, through Twitter, um, basically, I think. Uh, like a lot of things, uh, mutual circles. Like, and I think I'd seen Sarah editing some podcasts, and I think we just talked on the timeline about movies i think we both realized we have very similar sensibilities when it comes to movies and what we like in movies like not even just like how you know some people are like oh we like this kind of movie no like we have like the same particular kind of obsessions on like weird things no one else has ever thought about <laughs> How many? This all Go ahead, please, Sorry, Sarah. You carry on. Uh, no, this all started because um, you know I, I don't know. I dipped. Uh, but, uh, I don't know whether to call it a bit of an obsession or what, or just you know, I was feeling the Altman this year. I was just feeling it, and I, I still feel it. I still feel it. Um, and um, I wanted to get to Popeye, which was my first Altman, and I think is many's first Altman. Um. um but I didn't remember anything about it at all. And I knew Connor hadn't watched any Altman whatsoever. So I was like, let's watch Popeye. Let's watch Popeye. We should stream Popeye. We should stream Popeye. And then uh, finally, we just kind of both ended up on um, uh, another mutual stream. Um, he uh, goes by N participation, which is very difficult to spell. And I'll give you a link. Um, and um, we just kind of ended up chatting <laughs> about... about uh, superior taste in film and, um, you know, uh, superiority in general. And, you know, that's how it's Movie Time Baby was born on someone else's stream that we were disrupting. Very cool, very cool. I, you know, I, I think that Popeye now is, is not considered one of Altman's better films, but I, I saw it when I, was, when I was just a little kid. My, my, my mom took me, and I loved it as a kid. I thought it was fantastic. I remember coming home 
and, and like stabbing a stabbing my mother's boyfriend with a pencil and I think punching him in the stomach just because I was you know so amped up. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, was your, was your mom's boyfriend the Bluto or the or the or the, or the Oh, oh yeah. In my in my mind, he was absolutely the Bluto. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that rocks. Just yeah. just seeing a movie and punching someone. Yeah, I, I respect that. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So, what did you guys think of Popeye? Did you did you just uh, kind of eviscerate it live or? Um, no, no, no. I I think we I think uh, we both liked it. We liked the kind of attitude it went like because it's like. It's not like the best movie in the world. Like since then, I've seen The Long Goodbye, which I would call a masterpiece. But obviously, I think with Popeye, I I, I think it, it does well to like recreate the cartoonish stuff, and it's just a silly movie. And I think sometimes people get hopped up about silly movies, like oh, that's not good because it's silly. I'm like, well, who cares? You know, it's fun. It's a good time. You know, yeah, it is what it, it is. It's a silly movie with a lot of heart, I think. And um, we have two arbitrary rules on its movie time baby, which are <laughs> number one, anything that we watch cannot be made after the year 2000, because uh, that's when movies cease to exist. <laughs> wow, very cool. I like that rule. <laughs> and um, uh, the second one, what's the bloody second rule? God. Oh, yeah, it has to be good. It has to be a good film. I don't know why I forgot that. We do make an exception, though. We, we will one day play the movie Donjon by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Written, directed, and, uh, written by, directed, and starring. Probably Joseph produced as well. <laughs> I'll have to check that. Um, but, yeah, no, we both love Popeye. We both, I mean, during the um, He Needs Me sequence, we just, we, we couldn't say anything, could we? We were just brought to absolute silence, just staring intently at, like, Shelley Duvall's, like, lunar eye. As it was, yeah, it was really just a lovely um, sight to see. And, um, yeah, I, I, I kind of appreciate it as, like, Altman's reintroduction to the world, you know? It was um, almost like a primer on how to enjoy his sensibilities and his, you know, uh, style of filmmaking in a way, you know, because he didn't sacrifice any of it. And if it's sort of McCabe and Mrs. Miller light, right? <laughs> so it's yeah, like, the youngins. I, I swear there, I think there is a scene where you do see some sex workers in the background in a bar. <laughs> yeah, they definitely make a joke about it as well, yeah. How many, how many movies have you, have you folks hosted on It's Movie Time, Baby? Connor's been keeping track of the actual uh, canon, so I'll give um, Connor a chance about, to pull it up. <laughs> about, no, about nine, because we, we've done it, six, this is the seventh week, but uh, last time we watched three movies because they were all shorter. They were like between 20 to 60 minutes. We have watched about, let me get the list up. Yeah, nine films. Those films are Popeye, The King of Comedy, A New Leaf, Bells Are Ringing, Doctor Strangelove, Sleuth, uh, I'll butcher this, but Borum Sarat, Black Girl, and Sembeen, which is a documentary about African cinema. Now, now the show streams, as I mentioned, live on on Twitch. Uh, are the are the shows archived at all, or is it is it you, you have to tune in when when they're on, and that's that's it? About that, no, because <laughs> um, I mean. I think me and Sarah think what we do is a public service, but in the eyes of the law, <laughs> <laughs> in, in, in the eyes of, there's another reason we don't really screen movies, you know, made after 2000. Because I mean, we're technically not in the the, the legal zone, with because these movies definitely aren't in the public domain. But obviously, you know, um, 
We are transgressive yeah. vigilantes bringing movies to the masses. <laughs> well, um, what one of the movies, Sleuth, was... Um, there was a tendency of movies made in the 70s, and I don't know if it's because they were remade by companies, but like some films made in that time are owned by pharmaceutical companies, and they're in like a weird legal limbo. They can't be released physically because um, they're owned like, so you have a film called The Heartbreak Kid that's owned by a pharmaceutical company and Sleufers. So when we screened Sleuth, well, I was like, well, technically we're doing a public good because, you know, they're not going to release this movie. So, you know, it's praxis. <laughs> and we're recording this on a Thursday, which means that um, poor listeners will miss tonight's stream. But that's OK. You can join us next week at 9 p.m. BST. Um, I don't care to translate that into your time zone because, uh, you know, you, you got Google. You can do it. <laughs> For me, you can do anything, right? I mean, people are the enemy. Listeners love me by now, right, Andy? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Without my presence, they'd be lost. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm, I'm so appreciative to have you both. Thank you so, so much for talking with me. It, it, you know, America has a history of, of movies hosted on TV. I have no idea. Does, does England have a, a similar history? No, we don't. Movies don't exist over here. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, like, well, like I, I think... I think it was a thing that existed like in the 80s and 90s. Like yeah, definitely as a kid. As a kid like, yeah, like you probably would have got, I don't like the guy, but you probably would have had people like Jonathan Ross or other people who hosted shows in like the late 80s where they, um, you know, they, they, they'd screen like horror movies or something late at night on Channel 4. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's kind of a tradition over here in America. There's there's always seems to be at least like one horror movie host. Like right now it's Sven Gulli. I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. But he, I've heard of him. Is he like in the Crypt Keeper canon? Yes, basically, yes. Okay. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah, he wears the, 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 the face makeup and uh, he has rubber chickens and he wears, he, you know, he, he uh, stands in a coffin and he basically hosts like a, a, an old horror movie. And <clears throat> at times they'll make jokes during the movie, like over the film and even superimpose things on the, on the uh, screen. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. But, but there's like a tradition of that here that there's, there's, that's been going on for years and years and years. There's like a, you know Paul Thomas Anderson, I'm sure. His his father yes. his father was Goulardi, who was like this. He had a show like that in California. I guess it was like like just a local localized show where he would host uh, horror movies at night for kids, and kids would tune in to watch Goulardi and see what he was hosting back in the day. Yeah. So so you folks didn't have anything necessarily like that, but you had movie hosts who were just kind of. Yeah, but yeah, like not not when we were younger, because obviously me and Sarah grew up in the two thousands, and I think very much by that point that kind of thing had phased out. Because um, if you're uh, gonna you, show a film, you're just gonna stick it on, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. like we, we have film dedicated channels, and you have stuff like Film Four or whatever. But like, it's not usually like you'd have a personality behind it. Like they they put like on a selection of movies and sort of play through it. But like because me and Sarah sort of like grew up in like the advent of like the British equivalent of like not cable but um satellite uh satellite tv I, I mean I didn't have satellite tv but tv by that point had really like phased into there's a channel for everything you know it's not the same four or five channels with a special selection at the end of it you know 
Right on. Right and I on. think, yeah, we, maybe we take on a more American lens because, like, I, as a tween, obviously ran off to, like, a lot of American stuff. Andy and I know each other through, like, <laughs> being fans of The Best Show, which is, you know, odd for a, <laughs> a, a girl from the Midlands to be into, I guess. You know, just some New Jersey freeform. Oh, you, uh, <laughs> you have no idea. It's it's Sarah, I, I live in New Hampshire. I, I'm literally, like, five hours north of New Jersey, and I think... Once in my life, and I'm 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 all you know. I drive to work every day. I saw just mm. like once in my life, I saw a best show sticker on another car. Only once. I'm yet to meet another FOT here. Yeah. Yeah. To meet them. yeah. yeah. Similarly, I think the the only FOTs I've I've met in in real life and in, in in the physical world are um um shoot oh, what oh, this is this is embarrassing oh Travis do you do you know uh, Travis uh, Travis I, Barone. Uh, uh, I, think, I think I might have followed him on my old account. Yeah, something. yeah. So yeah. I, I, I met him and his wife, who just happened to be coming through um, Northern Massachusetts for uh, for a wedding, and uh, and they say, "Hey, do you want to get together?" And it was so nice. We, I think, we sat and talked for three hours just about uh, the best show in WFMU and whatnot. But uh, yeah, it, it's got to be tough being uh, where you are in in in, in this this uh, this show. While uh, you know, obviously, and I don't mean to to. to you know, spend too much time on the best show. But gosh, I, I just interviewed Sharpling two weeks ago. But uh, but yeah, it's got to be alienating in some ways. Um, I guess I don't know. I think maybe when you find your community, it doesn't feel you know as bad. I don't know. Um, but I I guess I bring with me like however this weird stuff has, has influenced me. You know, like the curmudgeonly Sharpling character. Definitely, I feel like it comes through naturally in its movie time baby that we found a way to kind of you know treat our our um our listeners like they should be a little bit subservient to us a little bit yeah yeah we 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 don't treat our listeners with respect (laughs) (laughs) i was trying to be polite about it but no we don't um especially me i've I've got mod controls now so if they say anything that we dislike i ban them for 10 seconds i think i think people (laughs) like that i think there's you know that's that's sort that sort of people enjoy kind of the 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 the, the, the kind of pulling them in in or, yeah, in other words yeah. being kind of sweet but, and then but, pushing them away. But, and but that, I think <laughs> with me and Sarah like we get annoyed when they get too wise to it. Like, yeah. like, like the last few streams have been playing along with it. I'm like, no, fuck you. <laughs> like don't, don't don't play smart to me. Like like last week we we were we were doing um, African cinema. And we had people in the comments who were acting like, yeah, I'm like, they were doing like the whole, I'm, I'm one of the good white people. And we were just ripping on them the whole time. <laughs> yeah, we were watching um, uh, Usmane uh, Simbeni films. He's a Senegalese uh, director who's like, you know, the, the father of African cinema. We watched uh, two films of his, uh, Baram Saret, which means the Wagner and um black girl and then a documentary um about about him and like his philosophy and how he approaches things but yeah uh the, I, our chat is almost exclusively white and exclusively male oh my goodness <laughs> but we have you know we have some good thoughts coming in we've got Callie uh Rasmussen you know uh, who's you know been a dear dear friend of mine for many many years and Jess uh Jess Elsner she's uh you know a musical genius and popped in as well so it was nice i think you know we have our small but dedicated group of listeners and you know we joke about wanting world domination but it's just fun to hang out with your mates i think but then also treat them like hell 
<laughs> I wanted to ask, while we're on the topic of, of social media, if you don't mind, I had to ask this question. Why is the It's Movie Time Baby Twitter temporarily restricted? What's going on? I have no idea. This is a kind of problem. This is a kind of problem. I'm so stressed about it. What, what, what did you do, Connor? Well, um, well, Twitter's done this before. Shout out to Left Film Club, which is another film-adjacent thing. Um, if you want to follow them, that's at Left Film Club, I think. But basically, um, Twitter has this weird thing that if you don't put a phone number on, it thinks you're suspicious. So it will hold oh. the account. But the issue is my phone number is already associated with my Twitter account. So I tried putting my phone number in and I wouldn't get like the message to authenticate the account. Uh -huh. So I, so what I have to do is I, I think I have to put like a fucking SIM card in my old phone. Oh and, no. Like, have a new number, like just, just for this account. Just like, so, just so it can like confirm it via like a, a text message yeah. or whatever. And then, Oh Which dear. I, I, I get, I get why Twitter does it. Like it's but like the amount of accounts people have. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It, it's a, yeah. It's I've like, never encountered this issue before. So we can only assume that it's, you know, anti uh, non-binary discrimination. That's no, right. I, I, Absolutely. Also I also think it's because the account could detect we were logging in from two different places so, me and Sarah, like, we're not far from each other in the country, especially compared to, like, America. Like, England is small. Yeah, and if you looked at how far away we were from each other, you'd be like, oh, that's already a few hours, but, right? But, that's but, nothing. But we have terrible trans... Because if you don't live in London, you have terrible transport links to other parts of the country. And expensive. <laughs> and yeah. I cannot stress how expensive it is. But, but, but basically, so we're in two different parts of the country. And because we're probably both trying to log in on the same day, and we have no number associated with it, Twitter's like, what the hell's going on here? You know, it's like... We'll get it sorted one day in the future. If maybe. not, I'll just make another account. I don't care. <laughs> like, and I'll just use my email for it. Well, we have the power to make anyone we want, you know, follow us and engage with us. And that's why we're an extremely popular show. Um, that's why so many people turn up. That's why our uh, viewers are engaged and... Uh, it, they return for more abuse. Um, Andy, how did you find your first stream last oh, week? Oh, I, I was so alienated. I was so lost. I, I thought, oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into here? And 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 and, and the, I, I thought, like, maybe this is this is good that I don't understand this completely and that uh, I, I will have more questions when I speak to these two wonderful people, which is basically what I did. So I, I did go back this morning and I watched a couple of the clips and, and I was even more confused. I, I so I said, this is okay. This is okay because this way you can find out all about It's Movie Time Baby via Connor and Sarah exclusively. So so I appreciate your explanations for all of this. This is wonderful. Is well, it, so the show isn't, is it on a schedule or is it just whenever uh, it, you decide it, to do it? It, it? it is every Thursday. It's Thursday. At like 9. 9 p.m. BST at the moment and then once Daylight Savings End and GMT. So UK time. Whatever yeah. the time is in the UK, whenever you're listening to this, people who are going back and binging people people of the enemy. Um, yeah. That's our schedule, 9 p.m. Um, so I guess for the West Coast, it would be probably uh, a bit difficult to catch. Um, but if you're on the East Coast, you have no excuse. Ignore your family, neglect your dinner, um, <laughs> come and watch us instead. There yeah, you and, go. And it's like, and it's like I, I think me and Sarah Tree is like, you have to be there kind of thing. <laughs> if you're not, fuck off. <laughs> 
Well, we give notice. I think last week, admittedly, we did announce on the day. <laughs> we, we usually announce a day or two before. And yeah. And we were just like, well, the people who watch us are going to come anyway. I think so I think it's great. There's, there's so few things that are scheduled programming now. I think there needs to be some just so, you you, you know, people have something to look forward to. And then and then the fact that they're all in the same place at the same time, that's that's fun. You know, a lot of folks, I know that, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, uh, shows well. I think the best show is an example of that. I think Dave Hill's uh, show, current show, is an example of that, where they'll they stream it live via uh, on on the net, and then everybody can kind of enjoy it at, while it's happening, and then it's archived yeah. for everybody else. But it's kind of nice that that planned um, planned time where you all stop what you're doing and you pay attention to this one one thing that these other folks are are, are the show these folks are putting on. It's kind of wonderful. As the weeks went by, I think we slowly. Well, not even slowly. I think it pretty rapidly dawned on us that this was becoming a space because we met each other because we we have like the same politics, right? You know, so kind of uh, with the podcasts I edit, especially though, well entrenched within the ship post left uh, ecosystem, if you will. <laughs> um, but um, uh, I think Connor and I were kind of feeling alienated from that as well, you know, because like. Oh, you spend 24 hours a day just uh, focusing entirely on politics. You are going to go insane. Yes, yes. You know? Yes. Right? Like, the whole point is that you... Oh, no. We're running out of time. Oh, hello. Are you still there? Uh-oh. Do we lose Yeah, them? I'm still there. I'm, oh, I'm still good. there. Sarah, are you still there? Hello, Sarah. Oh, no. We, we were getting to an interesting point. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Sarah, are you still there? Is message. showing her as still being on, folks. Yeah, <clears throat> I should let listeners know we're we're doing this call via Zoom, and of course, I think when you have three participants, you get a limited time. So we knew that we were going to be short on time, which is odd that Connor is still on the line because he and I were on ah. prior to 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 Sarah getting on. Sarah, are you still there? Can you hear me at all, Sarah? I don't know. It's showing her still being on, Connor, but I don't hear her uh, at all. Can we, can we start and end the call again? Yeah, let's try that. Let's try that. Listeners, we're going to start and end the call again. So hang on one moment. Uh, we'll, we'll be right back with Connor and Sarah. We're both Hello. there. Uh, it's connecting to our audio. Hello. Hello. We are back. Okay. Thank you and so much. And I actually much. remember what I was saying. So, you yeah, know, it should be easy for you to chop in together. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're going to have to do a tiny bit of editing. Oh, no, it's no big deal. No, it's very simple. It's okay. It's something I don't like doing because I'm lazy. But <laughs> Yeah. No, I get it. It's my job and I hate it. <laughs> you can cut that out. <laughs> no, we'll keep that in. <laughs> Connor, Connor wants to keep me in, in uh, permanently locked up in its movie time baby headquarters you see. <laughs> they frequently tell me that I'm the personality of the show and that's why I know it just wouldn't exist without me despite oh, them roasting I, I, did, I, did, I did two posts I did two streams. Yeah, and I was just yeah, gonna say, yeah. despite you hosting multiple streams without me and and doing so successfully, um, I am the personality of the stream, and I contribute so much to it, so much. Speaking of technical issues, have you folks ever had technical issues with its movie time? Baby? <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, 
It ain't. It's yeah. movie time, baby, without technical issues. Okay, actually, you know what? Because <laughs> Strag, it's more, it's more complicated than that with our tech guy, um, Strag, who uh, there only ever seems to be problems when he's around, when he's <laughs> oh, no, not. <laughs> Every time I've even been under the influence or Strang has not been there, I've been fine. <laughs> I, I like otherwise, yeah, it's something else. But yeah, what were we were saying before our technical issues? We were we were talking about um, uh, how we met in in terms, you know, that in terms of the fact that we were both in like these leftist like circles, but kind of only vaguely in there, and it just kind of felt like alienating i think and we just wanted to talk about movies we just wanted a rest respite from you know all this crap because otherwise it's it's constant and it's hounding um and you know as a as a result a lot of our viewers are from that you know kind of sphere where all they talk about is politics 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 and we have to emphasize multiple times per stream that there ain't no politics talk allowed here. Yes, we're leftists, and yes, you know, obviously we're gonna, uh, our views are gonna echo that. But no, no specifics, no politicians' names are to be mentioned. <laughs> this is where you're gonna come to relax and watch a goddamn movie and be entertained by your favorite host. Are you still there? Yeah, that's that. Yeah, no, the, yeah, that's the thing. I think it's like, I. Yeah, because Sarah makes that point. I think that's that is the main reason why we did it. Because I think when you're in a community with people on Twitter, you feel, or on any site, you feel you have to talk about things only the community does. But like the thing is, yeah, me, me and Sarah are only really in those communities because we occasionally will say something or with association. But most of the time, we're tweeting our own thing. We're tweeting, you know, because no um, one else understands or cares to understand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's like, which is, that's the thing, so I'll put a politician's name and I'll, I'll wake up, I'll look at it and I'll be like, I don't care, <laughs> I'm going to make some breakfast. Um, Are uh, you going to make more Don John memes? Yeah. Oh that's yeah, what thing. is that's the deal with Don John in the show? Th there's no, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Connor and I bonded over how much we love the Don John trailer. Like, and, and it just kind of it, it mutated and took on a life of its own, mostly facilitated by Connor. You know? I, I, I kind of like the ethos of that trailer. Like, it's kind of, it's almost like its own little narrative, you know? It, it, it kind of sets up that Don John is addicted to porn and can't handle a relationship, you know, establishes his family life and establishes he likes singing to Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch and other <laughs> and New it, it establishes what he loves exactly as well, which yeah. is not just his porn, because he has other redeeming qualities, such as loving his body and his pad. <laughs> it is right yeah but but most of all is porn. That's how could I forget? How could I forget how much he loves his ride? You know, to, to a guy from Jersey, the ride is the most important thing. Yeah, I mean, they all seem to talk. Have you seen Don John, Andy? It's It's been a while, but him. yeah, I did see it when it came out. And I thought it was okay. Yeah, that, 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 that's the thing. I haven't seen Don John, but I'm obsessed with it. You haven't, you haven't seen it. You've only just, in, you're just enjoying the trailer. Yeah, I've just seen the trailer. Yeah. Oh, it's not bad. It's not a bad <laughs> Multiple film. Multiple times. Yeah. It's like, it's a solid two and a half out of five stars, I felt. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't mention the turnpike once. 
he's been banging on about his ride in the trailer, and I hear nothing about Jersey's fame, infamous roads, you know, such as the turnpike. I don't know anything else. Sedudos, lemon tree. Those are the only references I know, and that's from no Jersey Mike's. Oh, you know, we got a Jersey, we got a Jersey Mike's in the town next door. Just it literally oh. just went up, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna try that. And then immediately folks were telling me, don't, it's not good. <laughs> and then I think they've slagged on it on the best show too. They, they talk about how bad it is. But I imagine like if you're from Jersey and there's, you know, there's, there's independently owned sandwich shops all over the place. Why would you go to, um, you know, a chain? Wawa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, I've watched all 86 episodes of The Sopranos. So I think, <laughs> so I think, I, I think I'm an expert on New Jersey. Uh, <laughs> Despite not having been there. That's another another thing Connor and I have in common. Just weird, uh, obscure New Jersey knowledge that derives from media we enjoy. <laughs> um, one time I did a, an event at the Pilot Light Film Festival in Manchester, hosted by my, you know, Grace. She came on the show, sure. right? Yes, Grace yeah. Barber Plenty. Yeah. Yes, yes. A good friend, a good friend. And um, uh, she uh, put together an event that was the Sex in the City pilot read out by people of color. Um, I was Samantha because who else would I be, I guess? <laughs> like, out of all the stupid characters. Of course I'm going to be Samantha, but whatever. Um, and then afterwards, this lady comes up to me and she's talking to me about, like, these films that she's made. And she's, and you know, I said, oh, where are you from in the States? And she goes, Jersey. I was like, oh, Jersey, I know Jersey. Freehold, Montclair, <laughs> Jersey City, Jersey Mike's, Taylor Ham. <laughs> The Turnpike, <laughs> Wawa. <laughs> Very cool. I know no Newark. I, I, I know Newark. <laughs> this <is about> it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, this has been so much fun. Thank you so much, both for, for speaking with me. This is great. I, I made sure to put, we're going to make sure to put a, a, a link to the, the show. It's Movie Time Baby right in the episode. Yeah. Please check it out. If you, if you like what you hear, if you enjoyed Connor and Sarah, uh, I encourage you to, to subscribe to It's Movie Time Baby on their Twitch station. Yeah, get us to 100 followers and also our fundraiser link for me to get Sopranos Road of Respect on the PlayStation 2. <laughs> <laughs> if only to stream it on the channel. Yeah, right? yeah, I mean, yeah. I have to figure out how to stream from a PS2. If not, I'll just figure out how to do an emulator. I'll emulate Sopranos Road to Respect. <laughs> Very good. Very good. So there's our goal. I think they're in their seven, the 70s right now as far as, yeah, uh, as, as, far as numbers. So so let's, let's get those... <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. We don't get a payout until we earn $100, and we're not even close. <laughs> we're not even close. <laughs> I mean, All right. I, 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 in our hearts, we're close. Okay, we have 75 followers as of now. All right. Yeah, yeah it's we growing every day. We don't know how we got any of them because we only get like 10 viewers per stream. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all the people who intend to watch the show, but they don't. And the problem is because we don't archive it, they can't catch up. <laughs> you got to put some more clips do, up they there. Have to, they have to do what you did. Well, we don't clip usually. Like I we ask make, people, I, I ask people pigs. in chat to clip. We make but they the don't. pigs in chat clip. We don't do any of the work ourselves. Why would we? <laughs> I have no idea how to do that. Why would I do that? But like I, I, I've asked them to clip things, and they won't do it. <laughs> This is what we mean. They're getting too big for their boots. They, they want to be banned. They want to be uh, timed out. And um, 
You know, I'm just not going to give them the satisfaction until they start doing what we ask of them. You know, yeah. we turn up every week. That's enough. That's right. That's right. That should be enough. That should yes. be enough. This has been yeah, episode. To... Go ahead, please. Oh, no. I wanted to say that Connor's been like in, incorporating like a, a semi sound collage element. And I don't think they realize that they're doing it. But, you know, I, I linked them a YouTube video on how to set up a soundboard. And I went <laughs> out of control. <laughs> He's just like Judy Tanuta and Don John. <laughs> over, over, over. Uh, I mean, I mean, I need to add me laughing now. What you said yesterday. Yeah, you do. One. Andy, do you have a suggestion for the soundboard? For the sound, like a clip in particular? Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. It has to. It kind of has to approve, though. You know. This yeah. Is, oh, you're Unless if I can be bothered to add it. Yeah. You'll you'll have to let me get back to you on that. I'll have to okay. have to consider that. There's there's so many great clips. I always think, oh, that would be so great if I had like a sound collage. I could throw that in there, and then I I I I need to start writing them down because I always forget them. But uh, yeah. 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 Anyways, folks, this has been episode 186 of the People Are the Enemy podcast. Our theme song is Walrus Love. The best Love. episode, objectively, yes. <laughs> but, Okie Ocean. You can find that song aboard at pizzapuppies.baycamp.com. My name is Andy Mascoli. You can purchase my novels via Amazon and other online book retailers in both paperback and ebook formats for as little as $1.99. Thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Connor. Their show is called It's Movie Time, Baby. You'll find a link yeah, to baby. it right in the description of this podcast episode. Subscribe. Let's get them to at least 100 uh, hundred followers, <laughs> at least, and then we'll work on the next 100. Uh, we love you both. Peace. Thank you. Happy to Thank say. you, King.